Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris and today is Friday, or as you know it, the Sewing Safe series. Now grab a cuppa and relax with us. Sew Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors, the Australian Sewing Guild who has been our Monday Daily Series regular is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Welcome back to the Sewing Safe series. In September, Katrine of Mending Mayhem described that week's mending collage. Today's guest is one of the mending textile artists featured many times on Mending Mayhem. Let's give a warm welcome to Uli or Stechstein. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Hi, thank you for inviting me. I feel really honoured, actually. Thank you. When I saw your mending example in the collage, it was very impressive and you're amongst a lot of people who were really great at mending so I'm really pleased that you're here as well. Thank you. Can you tell us your Instagram handle? Yes it's uh, Schneckstein it's actually just like an, a fantasy word because every normal name was already taken when I joined Instagram it wasn't so much earlier I think in March or February this year and so I tried different fantasy words from like rhymes and stuff from children's plays but also these names were taken so I changed a name from a children hide and seek saying and so that's how it turned out as Schneckstein. What was the rhyme that you used to develop it? Oh it's uh, something you say when you're you're playing hide and seek and you're the seeker is saying ein, zwei, drei, vier, Eckstein, alles muss versteckt sein, ich komme and then he goes searching the hidden people, the, the Eckstein parted. I changed it to Schneckstein because Eckstein was already taken as well. It's very lovely. I never looked at it that way. I think because I'm not a German speaker that I just thought that was a lovely story. Maybe, but I never asked someone, so who knows? Okay, because our listeners are from all over the world, whereabouts are you from? Right now I live in Kassel in Germany. It's like right in the middle of Germany, but I was born in eastern Germany near the Czech border. I like it here. It's not too big, not too small. It's just perfect for me. That's great. What made you start mending? Well, actually I'm mending like forever. I think I started around the age of four or five years. My grandmother teached me how to, and she was that kind of a person. They mended everything, like underpants, jumpers, I don't know, books. Everything was mended in their household. And she taught me that everything you buy should be worth mending. And then you should do the mending as well. Because use so much resources for our stuff, it's worth to keep things alive as long as possible. So with the mending that you do, you don't just mend textiles, do you? You mend more than just that. 
Yes, I, I do both. I also do just the boring kind of mending, but I don't share it because, well, yeah, nothing, so, not so much to see about it. But when I had children, my children asked me to do more of a visible kind of mending because the normal stuff was too boring for them. And then we started to look at the holes and try to see things in the shapes of the holes. So I think it started with a little elephant. My daughter said, it just looks like an elephant and I should do an elephant mending. And then, yes, I started and I couldn't stop because it's really fun. Your children get involved in visible mending. Is this something that they ask you when you're about to start something? Yeah, and they, I think they already got something from this keeping things alive spirit. So when they discover holes, they come to me and they they even, the, the bigger one, she's four now, she already joined me and tried to help me mending. She did a good job, actually. So what technique did she use? I think with my daughter, she just did the wave stitch. It worked really good. Did she choose the colors? Yes, she chose the colors and uh, everything needs to be blue with her. <laughs> <laughs> so she used two kinds of blue colors because then you can see the threads better if you don't use all one color. Wow. I don't know, logical what I'm saying? I hope so. It does. What you're saying makes perfect sense. It's quite good that she used two variations of blue to show the design that she wanted at such a young age too. We are an artistic family, maybe, because I studied animation and graphic design and uh, I do illustration jobs and my boyfriend is a filmer. I don't know what's the word in uh, in English, actually. He makes films? He makes films, yes. He does the regisseur thing and the cutting and filming and sound stuff, everything. She's from very talented parents. Maybe. I don't know about <laughs> that, but maybe. What type of mending do you enjoy the most? Sometimes I'm actually, I'm really thrilled if I manage to do a really good invisible mending because that's something I normally don't do and I find really hard to do. Mm. So if I manage to do it right and it really doesn't show, that's something I find really rewarding. But I think for fun, mostly the, the little figures I do and the little watching the shapes of the hole and finding pictures in them because that's more fun. It is. And I've seen quite a few of them. And so I was trying to figure out what technique do you enjoy using the most when you're doing visible mending? So there's lots of different stitches that you can use that I've seen that you use. Is there one that you favour the most? Not really, actually. I normally decide what kind of technique I, I'm going to use when I see the hole. And also I decided because of the fabrics, because I think on knitted stuff, there are several stitches like them that work really good and others they don't. And on like woven stuff, the, the wave stitch, of course, fits the best. So I try to, to do things that match with the fabric to stay like... To be stable. Yes, to be stable if it's a stable fabric and to stay stretchy if it's a stretchy fabric. Because I think you destroy sometimes more of the fabric if you don't go with it whilst mending. So you, I think you can't do 
anything you want. You've been mending all of your life. Is there a technique that you've learned recently when it comes to mending? I think the last technique I learned is to close holes with Swiss darning because I did it on thin areas, but not on holes. And it's actually quite hard. So now when you look at a hole, you've got more techniques that you can use to create whatever it is you see with that hole. Yes. When you are looking at Instagram, are there any menders that you love seeing their mends? Are there any that you look forward to every week? Oh, so many actually, because my Instagram, I just, I signed up for the mending. So actually everyone I follow is someone who does stuff about mending and stuff. Yes, I think, well, no, I can't say actually who's the one I, I love the most <laughs> because I'm always really thrilled to see like abstract men's because I don't do those too much, but I really enjoy them actually. And as an artist, that makes perfect sense. Is there anything that you'd like to say to our listeners before we go? Yes, I think... One just should start, actually, because there is no wrong or right in mending, not so much. And the main thing is to get used to it and to to like try it a lot and then you get better. But it's not possible to just start and be perfect. So just start and do it all the time and then you will be perfect someday. But even if the men's aren't perfect, they will keep your things alive so much longer. For example, I have a pair of socks. I think I mended around the age of 10. They are still working perfectly. They got holes on other areas, but the first men's are still there and working just fine. So it's really great to see this, that there are socks, normal socks. I think they was were about like two euro or something. And they stayed alive for 20 years already. That's amazing. And that's why mending is a really good habit to get into. And as you say, it keeps the life of the quality pieces that you buy in your home. Yes. Great. I didn't realise that you'd only started in March. Yes, I think maybe in February. I think the first really thing I did on Instagram was joining this Mending March is it a competition? I don't know, from uh, Visible Mend, I think Kate's her name. Yes. Yes, that was pretty much the first thing I did there. And it was just like an incident. I saw it on another Mender's Instagram, I think on Million B. She's a German artist as well. And I saw it there and I just said, well, I should join it. And yes. I'm glad you did. <laughs> yes, me too. It's really nice to not only meant to people I already know, because that's normally what I did. I got pieces of fabric from like friends and family and mended those, or of course ours. But now people are sending me stuff and that's really thrilling all the time to open these boxes of holy clothes. Oh, I'm really glad that you enjoy mending and thank you so much for sharing your mending journey on the podcast. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. You have a really lovely podcast here. Thank you. I did a lot of research the last week after you wrote me, so... Phew, I'm really pleased that you did. And I'm so glad that you still came on the podcast.
Because of course, I really loved it. I, I really, I love all these people, these different graduations and these different motivations of mending. It's really, it's great. Yes, it's a huge world of menders and it's really lovely to be able to have them on the podcast so that they could tell their story and, and share how it's better to mend and not spend and make sure that you're not adding to the landfill in our world. Yeah. Thank you so much, Uli. Thank you. And have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of the Sewing Save series on Sew Organised Style podcast was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Uli, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Sew Organised Style podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox and Lipson, our podcast distributor. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our podcast Instagram account or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.